previously on the mortal path maybe two i've uh, uh how to say uh pissed off permanently are you saying you killed them uh yes you seek power beyond mortal humans yes we have heard your voice we are doing our best 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 to protect you 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 from it it's taking a lot off us, off us, off us. Our magic, magic, magic is fading, fading, fading. Oh, uh, is there anything I can do, I suppose? We hope so, 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 so. This is what you use to bring them to me. You understand? Not really, but I'll do my best. I know you will. And we really are sorry for the inconvenience. started to come out of the little holes in the side of the pit and to fill up very very quickly nerium you are still clinging to the top of this covering of the chain and you can see i believe now... we decided it was called the shaft yes you are clinging to the you are clinging to the top of the shaft you can see where some of the magical number cards have affixed themselves to the thing but you cannot read them tarot i believe your perception check was enough last time that you can sort of lean back enough and peer over enough that you can see at least the numbers on the door at the top of the initiative order it is the traps go a foot of water <gasps> is now in the bottom of this trap a foot a foot okay are the walls of the t- of the pit slanted at all very slightly that's not gonna help not really okay. fuck taro all right this isn't good i would like to to shout the numbers that were on the thing Okay, so tarot shouts the numbers 2, 11, 25, 44, and 68. Who can hear that? Uh, not you, Nat. Okay. What? Nat can't hear on the other side of the door? Uh, roll me a perception check, but roll it with disadvantage because it is a very thick it's door. It's a big metal door designed to trap people. Oh no! That's a four and then a four, which is oh. going to be a total of three. Fuck! You hear, oh, you hear... Oh my god, I was really hoping that could help. Tara, I'm going to say that's your free action to yell the numbers. You do have an action and a bonus action. Okay, I want to try swinging off the chain. <laughs> okay, like like pulling the chain down? No, like swinging back and forth. Like I'm trying to get my legs up on the on the edge of the of the of the pit. Okay, make me a strength check. Let me consult my sheet for how strong I am. Literally everything that happens in a room that only has tarot and nerium in it is going to be a strength check. <laughs> you keep going in these places so it was a two which is it's not ideal you put your feet up on the wall and now that there is water running down into it it is very slippy and your feet skid and you fall except you're still holding the ropes you're suddenly actually kind of dangling from this chain your arms are like being pulled out and it hurts it's not fun it's a pretty difficult pit to get back out of especially since it is seven foot 
up and you my man are five foot two i did my best i guess that's it uh we had a good run this is the end of taro dangling man tarnassia <laughs> okay narium it's your go the room that we're in right yep. is full of weird looking locks and keys yep. now would any of those locks and keys involve oh i don't know say a metal tube about two foot long i will um, you've already been through this room haven't you yes Roll me an intelligence check, and I'm not going to take that as your action. But only because you've already so thoroughly like, searched this room. Eight. Eight. In your panic, you can't really remember, and looking around behind you, you just see lots of bits of metal. Nothing immediately stands out as particularly two foot long and tube like. Okay, bugger. That was my hope that it would buy us some time. Uh, I was going to make him a snorkel. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tara's gonna die and it's gonna be my fault. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Failing that, I'm gonna go, Taro, Taro, okay. The numbers, they, right, they go up. It's a sequence. They, they get bigger. There must be a really big number at the end. We just have to work out what it is. Oh, okay. I, 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 I don't have anything else. I mean, does it, does it mean anything that, like, they get even numbers later on are they doubling they can't be doubling because 25 isn't an even number i don't fucking know you are still on top of the shaft you can climb down it if you want for your action i'm gonna say that was your bonus action up till now i'm not to... gonna climb down that shaft because you will make it a strength check and i will fall in the pit and then we both drown and then it's like whoa yeah. cool i guess we both draw so and died. No. i'm <laughs> staying where i am what i will perhaps do however is attempt to cast mage hand Okay, very good. Okay, roll me d20. This is your action. 13. 13. So describe it to me. You are clinging to the top of this. I'm going to reach out and it just sort of, it's like a shadow sort of encases my hand and arm and then sort of stretches out from it in a larger hand version. And Ooh, I'm going to cool. use it to pick up a card. I don't know what any of those numbers are. I'm going to pick up like two cards randomly and just slap them in that hole on the off chance that they might be the right numbers. Okay, roll me uh, a d10 twice. Man, if you random this in the first <laughs> shot, it's going to own. Uh, zero and one. Okay, you put these two cards in and there's a little of magic as they adhere and then nothing happens and they fall out again. I, I will say, Taro, I really hope you've got some thinking brains in there because I'm just going to slap random ones in. I don't fucking know. I don't want you to die. I'm sorry. What need do I? Nat, it's your go. What do I know? Because the door's gone down already, but since um, Taro's grabbed the chain, I'm not sure I would know anything different is happening. No, I don't think you do. You can hear them speaking. You can hear a kind of sound, but they argue like that quite a lot, to be fair. <laughs> also, time is now moving in six second increments, so there's that. It, it's literally also been six seconds. Um, so you can roll me an you can roll me an intelligence check to see if you work out. I, I don't. If, if if you think that I, I don't think Findex, how are you doing? <laughs> I mean, this is fine. I don't really like the the darkness ahead, but no, nor do I. It worries me a little bit. Looking at your map, I don't see if there's anywhere else to go except for there if we really want to keep going to the heart bit in the middle, right? Same. Well, as soon as these guys get out, I think we'll have to make a plan for how we're going to approach this. Right. I mean, I can still go first. I mean, I'm like your guard, so I mean, I can try. I can go first if you really want me to. <laughs> I appreciate that, Findex. Your loyalty will be rewarded. 
he looks genuinely pleased at that. Like he like he goes from like about forty percent to a hundred, like chest puffed out, immediate like I can I can go first, that's fine. Alright, the beginning of the round, it is the traps go. There is now two feet of water <laughs> in the pit. Uh, no, the only thing is, Taro, it is quite cool. It's quite refreshing. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's good. Yeah, so it's about up to like just above your just above your knee now, I think. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my god. Taro, it is your go. How like wide is this pit? The pit is probably from one lip to the other, about twelve foot. I don't know if that's a circumference or a radius or a diameter or what, but it's probably. Are we talking about like at the bottom of the the pit? It's seven foot deep. Um. Oh yeah, it's probably it's. If anything, there's a half foot difference between the top okay, and the bottom. Cool. It's, it's very minor difference. I don't know, a half foot? I thought it was an extra turn. Do you think? Well, then not that much. Uh, okay. <laughs> the water gets faster when it gets higher up because of maths. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am going to concentrate and think back to when, to, to that, that adventure we had earlier where we were up in the, uh, up on the upper layers and, mm-hmm. uh, I performed a work of puppetry with a with a dead body, mm-hmm. and I'm going to attempt to cast Unseen Servant. Yeah, you can cast that. Ooh. You know how to do that now. You feel again this kind of movement of magic that kind of like pulls out of your body and coagulates, forms something next to you in the pit. Well, actually, check for me. Can you cast it at any point within within 30, 30 feet? I think. 60 feet. 60 feet, and it says the servant springs into an existence in an unoccupied space on the ground within range. So I guess I get to choose, or does it just appear somewhere randomly? No, you can you can choose where you want him to be. Him, her, them. Right next to me, down in the pit. Okay, right. In the pit with you. All right, pick me up. Pick me up. <laughs> okay, let me double check, because I think there's a limit on how much it can carry. So, it carried a dead body before. It did carry a dead body. Servant can perform. I think that might be against the law, but... That's what happened. (laughs) Simple tasks that any human servant could do. Yeah, okay. It also says it has a strength of two, but I wasn't going to mention that. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah, it does. Okay, it will roll you. It's going to try. Strength of two is what, a minus four mod, I guess? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, so you feel arms around you. You feel one sort of like round your waist, one going sort of like behind your knees as if it's going to try and pick you up. A bridal style? Mmm. Uh, and it, it <laughs> kind of strains and, and tugs. It kind of gets like one of your legs up in the air. <laughs> you just kind of look like you're doing a very funky dance. And as it's doing that, you get the feeling that it's probably not actually that strong. And when you remember the, the puppet master thing it wasn't really carrying it it was just kind of dragging it around and it wasn't moving particularly fast or particularly elegantly it's got a leg up you think if it keeps trying it might be able to pick you up well i tried <laughs> you've got a bonus action and a free action as well if you want okay does that i told it to do something which is the bonus action oh okay oh that's your turn you've got a free action you can yell something if you want well i'm out of ideas uh and I don't know, Matt. Okay. Nerium, still go. I cast message at Nat, and I go, Nat! Oh my god, Nat! We're, it's a trap! Taro's drowning! There's a code! It's numbers! I've got, I'm not good at numbers! Okay, okay, I, it's a code. I fall to the floor, clutching my ears because of how loud this is. It's so loud. Yeah. Uh, and I, re- I recite the numbers, and I say, it's 2, then 11, then 25, then 44, then... I think he said 68. I think he said 68. And then there's a gap. 
I don't know what goes in the gap. Oh, I see. I see. It is so loud that you actually hear an echo of yourself in your own head reverberating around. Findex is also kind of staggered back, clutching his head. Going, ah! Ah! <laughs> ah! Um, I'm, I'm panicking hard enough that I... Yeah. It's your go now. Uh, do you want me to roll an intelligence check for this? I absolutely need you to roll an intelligence check because Nat's intelligence is, is 10, 11. Okay, that's a 2. Nice. Okay. You hear suddenly this barrage of sound. Oh my God, there is a trap. Tara is drowning. And then suddenly numbers get yelled at you. Okay. I will say in this in this round, you you are able to 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 understand what the numbers are. So okay. you now know the sequence in your head with this round, but you don't, you've got no idea. I am working on it. Uh, at the top of the round, it is the traps go. Findex just starts banging on the door. You hear the thump, of, of metal. He's going, he's like, Mary up, Darrow! He's, he's panicking for both of them. Um, go. Another foot of water is three foot up. That's probably about a hip level, I think. So you're now like half submerged in in cold water. Tara, it's your go. Hey, uh, uh, Miriam, can you reach my pocket? <laughs> yeah. You absolutely cannot reach his pocket. <laughs> what about his breast pocket? I can. I've got mage hand. Oh, you can't. I'm so sorry. I thought you meant just with you, and I was about to say. I first. mean, no, not just with me. No, no, it's not the time, Tara. I think, I think Tara probably realizes that physically she can't. I'm not about to slide down the shaft. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> god. So that I can get to Tara's pocket. I want to use um, my my mysterious servant to try and hand up my pack of magic cards. Okay, yeah, he can absolutely do that. You see a little pack of cards go floating in the air. I catch them in the manner of a person attempting to smack a mosquito. Nerium, you've got to believe in in the heart of the cards. Oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I drop them instinctively. No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, make me a dexterity check to catch the cards. Fingers crossed, guys. <laughs> Nerium drops the cards, which are not going to do shit anyway. <laughs> 18. You catch the cards in the mage hand. Hell yeah. I would like to yell I, I would like to grab a, I, I've got them but I would like Mage Hand to grab a handful of cards on the floor mm-hmm. it's sort of semi-transparent and smoky and I want to hold them up uh, in front of Tarot and say "What's which one's a 9 and which one's a 7 can I how can I say this with my hands you can you can I don't have hands Auntie and Servant can, po- can pick those two out wait I've got a tail though. oh you have you do have a tail. It's also not your turn. That's true. On your turn, you will be able to point out which ones they are. Um, Nerium, is that the end of your turn? I think it has to be, because until I know what's a nine and a seven, then I can't fucking do anything with that number. That's very true. Oh, wait, how many cards did you pick up? I grabbed a handful, because I don't... I, I, a selection, because I don't... Not... I suppose if I could see what they were, then I would go for ones that aren't on the display, because none of them are nines or sevens. Where did nine and seven come from? I, I, I did some sums. Roll me, roll me a D8. You'd be so proud. I don't know if they're right sums. If they're wrong sums, then I've totally wasted a turn. Three. Three. So you pick up three cards. It's the ones that you managed to pick up. The others kind of fall from your, your fingers. Roll me a D10 three times. Well, in that case, I'll say I've picked up a three, a nine, and a seven, because I think those are the only three numbers that aren't on there. Yeah, you picked up a three, nine, and a seven. We'll go with that. Um, okay, so that's the end of your turn. Natalia and Findex. 11? 11? Yeah, I think think you at least get in the right area. You maybe get... mm, How would that work? Uh, The gap's increasing each time. I think also you can save, like, how much by. By five. 
Okay, there you go. So that is the end of your turn. Findex is just screaming. The trap goes, uh, you are now four feet deep in water, Taro. It is up to just below your chest. Taro, it is your go. Uh, <laughs> that is not how I work it out, sorry. I use my, my tail to point <laughs> at the nine and the seven. Okay, you do that. With my wiggly tail, which this is the first time Taro's ever used his tail in canon. Like, yeah, it's this actually. That's a good point. UV law-wise. Oh, law-wise dexterity check. Mmm. Yeah. Ooh. I shouldn't have raised that one. Yeah. Oh goodness. I think we made you make dexterity checks for every other time that you used your tail before. So dexterity. Check. No, he's never used his tail before, right? Uh, in the first, in in our little behind-the-scenes one. Ah, uh, yeah, in did. the behind-the-scenes one, there was some yeah, we dexterity did. checks with tail-type actions. Cool. Yeah. Fourteen. Yeah, I think with the fourteen, you managed to point them out. Yeah. Fine motor control. Uh, you also can yell, so you can you can use both for a greater effect. There you go. It's all go. I would like to slap nine and seven in that last hole uh, to make ninety-seven. This is where you fuck up and make seventy-nine, and we're like. No, no, I do not. I do not. I do them one at a time. So you put them both in. There is again that little <laughs> of magic, and the whole door starts to glow blue, and the water that's going trickles off into just little drops and Taro your hands come unsticked from the chain and the door just kind of folds like instead of metal it was a sheet or it was material and it just (laughs) on the floor and you see Findex fists raised against the metal just kind of looking shocked and Nat just behind him. Wait hang on if the door folds what happens to the chain and the shaft and the it just hit Taro? They're, They're still there but they're just kind of animated they're just kind of hanging in space almost. Oh okay. You are still in the pit, but the water and the water is like four, four and a half foot, I think, at this point. Um, but you, you are not drowning. There's no more coming in. Still in the pit. Water on the titty. <laughs> My nips are wet, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that is true. What are you doing? You beat the trap. Oh, oh you're okay. You're okay. Yeah. Is it done? Did we? Did you get it? Get out! Get out of there! God's sake, Taro, climb oh. back out of that pit. Don't climb in pit! Can't, it's all slippery and I'm not that tall. Vindex, can you help him out? Y- yes, of course. He goes over and he, like, I guess like he like kneels down at the end and reaches in his hand to help you out. <laughs> Hands under the armpits. Oink! <laughs> yeah, he's going to do that, actually. That's a good point. Don't uh, drop. Not with that strength check. No. So <laughs> he just kind of like splashes in the water a bit. He's like, ah, uh, I, ah, uh, it, uh, where, cut, yeah. Findex falls in. No, he didn't. Well, everyone falls in the pit and we all die. Now you see, <laughs> you said that as a joke. Oh no. And I thought oh. jokingly, I thought I'll roll for it. And I thought as long as it's not a nat one, <laughs> he won't fall in the pit. But I have indeed rolled a nat one to add <laughs> nice. Findex reaches nice. for you. No. <laughs> he, this lizard man looms over you looking terrified and trying so desperately to be helpful and then suddenly he is much closer and much closer and make me a dexterity saving throw with disadvantage because you're moving through very high water. Because I'm very wet. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's a, it's an eight. <laughs> and you are suddenly shoved underwater by the weight of a very heavy lizard man crashing down on top of you. Finex is heavy, right? Like Finex is very heavy. I'm now submerged, I guess. In three yeah. foot of water. Yeah. You can drown in a bath. <laughs> there is, there is if a... anyone can, Darren. <laughs> God, if it turned out dies because Finex fell in on him after we solved the puzzle. If that's what kills him. 
to go. <laughs> Good there riddance, is, I guess. There is a flailing of limbs and tails and splashing water as they both try to right themselves. Do I have um, to like roll to like breathe? Uh, no, you've got a constitution, so you you can hold your breath for like as long as it takes you to basically stand up again. Wait, I can hold my breath after a lizard landed on me. Like, <laughs> like let's be real here. Somebody's getting winded. Make me a constitution saving throw. I'm. So this sounds a lot like I'm trying to get Tarot killed. It's not. I just keep <laughs> saying things. That I I absolutely I completely admire your sportsmanship on this. The Benny Hill music is currently playing. I got a natural twenty, so I guess I hold my breath. <laughs> I hold my breath real well. Findex bounces off him. I think what happens is you realise a split second before Findex lands on you what's about to happen and you take a big old deep breath <laughs> as you are then into the water. After, I think, probably 15 seconds of very confused flailing, you both manage to stand up. Findex is like head level with the pit. He's He is easily tall enough to clamber out without too much difficulty. May I climb down? You may claim down. Make me an a- a- athletics check. Can I make it acrobatics wait. and jump? Wait, 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 wait. Wait, leave the cards. I don't want the game wet. I jumped down. Uh, it's an acrobatics check. I got 24. All right, okay. So you're just jumping down then. For the cards. Yeah, I'm holding them. They're going to get wet. I'm not going to land in the pit. And lo, I did not. Lo, you did not. You land very elegantly beside the pit. Oh, oh, you're getting down from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. She's not joining you in no, the No, I thought that was what you were doing. paddling pool with the rest of the kindergarten. I didn't get it. I didn't see what you were planning. <laughs> I thought you were just jumping in the water. I don't... <laughs> Suddenly it's a pool party and everyone's in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Only you fucking lot. Could I throw a pit full of water and everyone's like, hey, let's get it. Oh, Somebody boy. get the floaties. No. Okay. So, um, you, X is going to try and lift you back out and does much better this time. It's not very elegant, but he manages to kind of like shove you out of the pit and then, yeah, climbs out himself a moment later. You are both drip, like soaked, like soaked head to toe. Well, at least we're all safe and alive. Once Taro is out of the water, actually very genuinely, Nerian would like to run over to him and quite possibly fling her arms around one leg and go, Oh my god, I thought you were going to die. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hey, it's all right. I, you got the uh, the numbers. So uh... I did. I did. I just, I, I, I don't quite, I, it was, it was nines and then fours. And, 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 and that's. Yeah. You, uh, you believed in the heart of the cards, like I told you. And it all worked out fine. Do you want these back, by the way? Yeah. They, yeah. I don't really, I can't really put them in my... Should I Should I hang on to them until you dry off a bit? Should we assume, do I have a bag, right? Was I carrying that when I jumped into the pit? Yeah. Oh, why would <laughs> I do that? Okay. Oh. Bags are hard to keep track of, I guess. Yeah, generally you carry them until you tell me that you're not carrying them anymore. I guess I need to remember to do that then. Mm-hmm. So you have a very wet bag. Cool. I'll just hang on to those cards for you for a bit. Yeah, if you could. Uh, Honestly, I promise I will give them back. Th- I appreciate it. Can we maybe go back out of this room now? <laughs> I think we found some interesting padlocks that don't have keyholes. Uh, one of them's already locked. I'm not sure it was worth it, but maybe I'm wrong. I'd like to say I'm just going to pull out the toot-toot pipe and start trying to, like, tip it out so all the water comes out of the pipes. <laughs> <laughs> There's a very... <laughs> noise as water <laughs> falls out of this pipe there is if you can imagine a wet harmonica that is the sound it makes 
Sloppy harmonica. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Findex just kind of like shakes himself off a bit, and being a lizard man with scales and having like armor on and not actually like fabric clothing, you reckon he's gonna dry out pretty quick. Taro, you're probably gonna be damp for a long time. Yeah. How's his cloak? How's his cloak looking? It well, all the waterlogged patterns look like little silver beads of rain down it. So every time water drops off it, it almost looks like the patterns on the cloak are moving. It's nice. very cool. Sharp. Yeah, except for the fact that, like, everything else I'm wearing, all my, like, leather armor or whatever is just, like, moist. Well, also, like, your very, very gilded waistcoat and your salmon pink shirt, which I think now looks purple because you're very dark blue under it. Am I not wearing armor on top of these things? Uh, yeah, but it's not, like, full plate armor. Okay. Yeah, you got sleeves. Gotcha. You've got, like, bits and pieces on you that, that look very good, but there is still material visible. You're not, like, a knight in armor type situation. I'm just... Just wet, I guess. Yeah, you're just, just very... You're leaving puddles and footsteps behind you as you... Squelch, walk. squelch, squelch. <laughs> yep, where are you guys heading? Let me stealth. Squelch, 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 <laughs> squelch. <laughs> can we head back into the hallway, please? Can, can I have a little investigate of the room? Yes. Oh, God, oh, God, oh, God. Okay. No, 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 there wasn't anything. Lots of locks and keys. Go. Cool. We probably got the interesting ones, though. <laughs> You go back into the main entranceway. There's the room ahead of you with the darkness. There's the room on the left that had the box in it. (laughs) Yeah. Squelching from behind. Where are you heading? (laughs) Let's squelch our way back into the main atrium. Can I? Have I still got mage hand up at this point? Is it concentration? How long does it last? One minute. Uh, No, I think at this point it's gone. Okay. I guess my, my invisible servant is just in the pit. Like. (laughs) No, he follows you, so he will have got himself out. How does he get out? He's got two strength. (laughs) Okay, he's, well, yeah, okay, when you leave your radius, I think, of 60 feet, then he will disappear. Yeah, see ya, buddy. They were big rooms, weren't they? I mean, it's an invisible force. It's yeah, not I like think he can just, like, get person. out. It can just float out. Okay, it just it just floats up. He just can't, like, carry you out. What do you guys want to do? Okay, I suggest for this uh, void in front of us, we, uh, what would people think about tying ropes between each other so we don't get lost? I mean, it also means that, like, if in, well, depending on who's going first, if they get squashed, we've got a really big weight of dead body, and I'm not very strong, and I'll probably just get squashed as well. That's really horrifying to say. I'm trying to be practical here. You have swords and everything. Taro nearly died. Yeah, rope can be cut. Taro just nearly died, okay? Well, I'm alright now. Are you? I don't think I am. But we all have swords and daggers. That's true, okay. Do you guys have rope? Yeah, we've got 50 foot of soft rope. Oh, hang on. Did I leave it in that rope? Oh, do we have rope? I don't have rope. No, you did No, you did not take rope to the ice tooth ball, and therefore you did not have any... Then how did we throw it into... Yeah, last Whoa. episode I had rope. Oh, yeah, you did. China dog. China dog. All right. I'll say it was one of those... I'll say it was the blanket that I took from Eternus Manor. It's an extremely long blanket. You have you have rope that you have, quote-unquote, made yourself out okay. of myriad pillowcases and bed sheets that you have taken from the manor house. I did have an awful lot of clothes you from did. the manor You did. I'll say well. that's what the rope is. I could do that. <laughs> rope so. retcons. Is that enough to achieve the objective we were talking about? Yeah. Here's a question. My mage hand... Brings all the boys <laughs> to the yard. <laughs> and to be fair, Taro, it is better than yours. <laughs> um... <laughs> <laughs> it can't feel things, can it? Do you mean like emotionally what? or physically? Or... Does my mage hand have a soul? Physical sensation. Oh, I mean like sensation. Like it can, it has fine mode control and it can pick things up and it can manipulate things. But if I send it down a dark hallway to feel around, it feels alone. How's it gonna tell you? 
Like, is it just gonna be like, oh hey, hey, what's good? Oh no, it does the sock puppet thing. It's like, hello, hello, Miriam. I found the wall. Hello. Can I point out this? I'm the one that's drinking wine this session, and I've got the sensible ideas, and I did the maths problem. Yeah, well, I'm just me, so. I think my chance not going to do anything because it's not going to be able to give me any feedback. It's like it's like a VR thing, you know. You wear the glove and you can yeah. pick something up, but you don't actually feel it. It's the power glove. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, are you tying rope to yourselves? Wait, do we have enough to? I think I think between you, you have enough bits of material and stuff. Yeah, I nicked a lot. But of we're going to be like three foot apart from each other and just like. You're like going a, to be very close. Yeah, no. Just like a terrible conga line. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's the equivalent of everyone holding hands, but at an arm's distance. And you don't need yeah. fingers. <laughs> uh, let's do that then. You tie the rope to yourselves. Who is going to go first into the darkness? Findex. Yeah, I think it's you, Findex. Findex, are you alright with that? Yes. Yeah. Yep, it's fine. Where do you want me to... Do you, should I just go forward? Or do you want me to try going, like, left or right? Do you? Which way do you want to go round? Well, I think I can get the map. If you just went straight forward, you'd head to a wall. Yeah, yeah exactly. So if we go to the left... Okay. And if you just, in fact, put your hand on the left wall and stay touching the left wall and just walk around. Oh, with that's it. a very good idea. Okay, I will. Okay. I'll be right behind you, Findex. Okay, and he starts to walk into the darkness, and you watch him disappear. Wait, did we did we rope it up? We haven't worked out a, a sequence. Who's next? Oh yeah, sorry. Who's next? Well, Natalia, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, Natalia yeah. did say. Wouldn't want to lie. I could go next. I don't mind. Yeah, well, do you want to trip off of my tail? I think is the uh, is the question here. Well, I would. I want to go first so that it gets me first because I'm worried about you now. All right, fine. Squelchy in the back. Let's go. <laughs> okay. Well, Findex is pretty squelchy as well, and he's in the front. Uh, I, I... It's a squelchy sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. oh God. Oh no. Last session was shafts, and now we're in a squelchy sandwich. Boy, Woof. oh boy. It's all Woof. unpleasant. Not for kids. It's unpleasant. <laughs> Kids, no. stop All right. listening. Just stop. I turn to Natalia and I say, I will follow you into the dark. Aww. No. Is that, is that an awe moment? It's a reference. I don't watch television. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you all start walking into the darkness. Findex goes first and you watch him step through almost like this veil of darkness. And as he steps through, he's going, uh, but you can still hear him. As he goes through, you the sound doesn't cut off. And he puts his hand out and he feels for the left side of the wall and he finds it. And then he, he starts walking quite slowly. The minute that you pass into this darkness, you have no vision whatsoever. It is complete darkness. And as you're walking, you hear that kind of sound getting louder and louder. Uh, I would like all three of you to make me dexterity saving throws with disadvantage. And Findex is going to as well. So I just rolled a natural one. Oh, okay. On my first roll. Excellent. I'm not going to roll a second one because it's all... Okay. You don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Seven. Eight. Eight. Oh, wow. Okay. So Findex, who got an 18 and a 20 is doing very well. He is walking very calmly, very steadfast. And Taro, there's a bit where you just lose your orientation and your boots that are still soaking wet, you just kind of slip on something and Taro, you down and hit the ground pretty hard. And Natalia and Nerium, you are both tugged backwards enough by that that you both also hit the ground. And Findex manages to stay upright, but he immediately goes, ah, what, are you all right? 
Are you there? I oh, oh similarly um immediately going, Taro, Taro, are you okay, Taro? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think so. I just uh, I think I just slipped on some something. Is it moving? Uh, I'm gonna pat around with my feet. I'm just gonna roll around a bit and see if anything's moving. Okay. Uh, make me an investigation check. Investigate with my body. <laughs> I can't see what he's doing and I can feel the other end of the thing that we're both holding is wriggling and squirming. Yep. That's a five. Uh, well, as you're thinking this, Daria, you also get smacked in the face by a tail a couple of times. Like, there's definitely so, and then like a hand kind of like smacks on like your arm. And... Oh, oh shit, it's moving, Ow, it's moving. No, that's me, that's me. Oh, oh. That's me. Okay. Everything's just like really damp and wet. Nothing seems to be moving. Uh, yeah, okay. Other than that, nothing's moving, but it's still wet. Tara, do you think you can stand up? Yes, <laughs> I think I can. Okay, now I think we're I think we're all good. Okay, let's let's all stand up and and Findex. Wait, wait a second. Tara, are you up now? I assume so. Okay. Yeah, you get up. Findex, lead on. You all start walking again. Natalia and Nerium, where you both fell over, there's also like dampness stickiness on like Ooh. your your hands or your elbows or whatever hit the ground taro you just you can't feel a difference because you're still just soaking wet and as you keep walking forwards it's not a kind of gritty stickiness it doesn't feel like the sand from the cave does it no it doesn't feel like that Want me a, i think a perception check a nature check a na- yeah nature check yeah go for that okay that was a really bad move on my part because my perception is shit hot and my nature is nothing <laughs> and that's a three yeah it's just kind of like sticky Ew, not nice. Ew. Ew. Findex, walking ahead, goes, oh, it's, oh, it's over. It's, it's fine. And then as you all walk out, there is light again. And those same sconces on the wall, those same little uh, glowing rocks are there. And you can see. And as you all turn to look at each other, all three of you, Taro the most, are just covered in blood. Oh, Burning from where you had fallen over. Taro is just like covered and you both have it on your hands or your elbows or wherever you fell over. Findex is fine except for the bottom of his Important feet. Important question, who has the flagon? Because we need to get our sugar. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah. Oh, no. It's our branding. Uh, I think Findex has got the, the, cold, the cold cup. Bottoms up, baby. What do you do? You're all covered in blood. <laughs> I start prestidigitating real fast all over. I'm sorry, guys. Me first. Have you done that spell yet? Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you done it for cleaning yet? No. Roll me a d20. Oh, you... No, that's... Don't make Therian pick out in blood. She's very traumatised. 17. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. So you, what does it look like when this happens? Um, I mean, it's one foot area. Luckily, I am only three foot tall. <laughs> so, so I pretty much get my head and then I can do my body in two bits at the top and then two more bits and then maybe two more bits. So it takes me within a minute. Yeah. Like, there's little shadow poofs going poof, 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 poof. And then, like, all those bits end up clean. I think Taro's eyes have just glared, glazed over and he's just staring off into the middle distance <laughs> saying nothing. Um, I can do either of you guys if you want. Taro first. This isn't the first time for me. Putting a pin in that one. Okay. Um, Taro, this won't hurt. It's fine. And I reach up and I very gently go poof, poof, poof. Like little powder puffs all across the Taro very gently. <laughs> Probably not real blood, though, eh? Why would you say that? Because there's an awful... I mean, there's a lot of it, and 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 I, where would it come? A city full of fish people. Is the oh. is the floor in this little area covered with blood as well? Nope. Huh. Totally pristine, except for the footsteps. 
So it's just the darkness. Yeah. But fortunately, the strangely huge amount of blood seems to be localised within the dark void within which we cannot see. So that's a good thing. Who else? I can do cleaning. Who else wants clean? Yes, that would be good. Okay. Stand still. Poof, 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 poof. Can you do my feet, please? I will absolutely do his feet. Thank you. Are his feet larger than than 12 inches? Do I have to do four times to get his feet? Yeah. He's a large boy. Okay, I will do that. It's no problem. It's a cantrip. Everyone should be clean. (laughs) You took the blood out of the blood. That's like trying to take the milk out of milk. It can't be done. I had a scheme a while ago to see if I could, like, make milk myself by, like, like, taking, like, the ingredients of milk and getting, like, a barrel and some water. And trying to like construct like my own man-made milk. My own like I've talked to people a lot about my my vegan man milk before, but it's like I don't believe you should be able possible, right? Like like the stomach or whatever the milk organ is, it's just a valve. It's just a like a big it's like a big bag, right? There's something special about about the milk. I don't know which organ makes the milk in especially in a cow. I'm speaking particularly of the cow here. Like I don't know what organ in the cow makes the milk. And I and I don't know what is special about the cow's milk sack that couldn't be replicated in, in like a like a bag, like like a big leather sack. Like what is special about the cow's? I don't know, but I think it can be done. I like to think that this was all said in canon by Taro, who's freaked out so much. Disassociating hard. <laughs> like so, Taro's so freaked out that all of that is just, it's just what relapsing to an hard. earlier time in his life. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just replaying some memory of some conversation. I think he does it in that voice as well. Like, he just does it in my speaking voice. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> even better. Genuinely, Taro, who is now no longer covered in blood, suddenly starts speaking in a different voice and saying these really weird things with this totally glazed over look, almost as if he's having a conversation and people are inter- interrupting and interjecting things, but you're only hearing one half of it. I, I look at him and... I don't know what to make of this. That is there anything you can do for him? Taro? Is he is he gonna be alright? Uh, are you okay? Yep. Yeah. All fine. Why? We oh we got through the uh we got all the way through. We did it. You were talking in a, a strange voice about your plans to manufacture milk artificially. You can't do that. <laughs> it's it's related to the you know, the like the I'm not a scientist or, or a wizard or anything, but I'm pretty sure you, you have to have, like, a cow or or some other mammal to make milk, well, you know? It's it's a biological process, right? It can't simply be, like, replicated in a barrel or something. So I haven't really thought about it much, though. <laughs> okay. I mean, no, no, let, never mind. But, well, why are you bring that up, anyway? I think, I think we can leave... Any discussion of milk for another time. And Taro, I'm glad you're feeling okay. I really feel like finding the violet drop and getting the fuck out of here is my personal priority. I am open to hearing what yes. the rest of you have to say on that. We came here to find the uh, to find the, the prisoners, right? That was the plan. That too. And it's all going all right so far, other than all that water, which was a real mess. But also, Taro, you're... Yeah, I mean, with the best friend in the world, Dove, you are slipping slightly, and you are rather more... Well, my... okay, that's because my feet are really wet. Yes. Oh, uh, I might be able to help with that. I will press digitate warm the ground beneath Tarot's feet and see if it helps dry things a bit. 
very slowly. You'd have to do that for a long time. Yeah. I, I do agree. I think we should leave the, the milk discussion for lactator. Oh, oh good oh. God. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I would like to point out to Taro. Taro, you are more of a priority to me than fish people that I've not met yet. If, if we need to get you home before we deal with saving the prisoners... I'm feeling pretty good after the old uh, surviving the water incident. I'm... Yeah. Let's go. I think we got this. Great. I would like to cast message at Nat and say, we keep an eye on him though, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, definitely. Yeah, okay, cool. Wait, do I hear that? <laughs> it echoes throughout everyone's minds. <laughs> Everyone hears it. I mean, on, on all of us, we all keep an eye on each other. All right. Yeah. Now let's get a move on. Come on. Do we see any doors or anything? It's a corridor. It's quite a long corridor, maybe 30 foot or so. Let's get a march on. You start walking along this corridor, and as you do, that kind of sound is still quite loud. You can still hear it very clearly. But the next room, it's almost as if it's filled with this kind of fog or mist. It's really hard to see through, even for those of you with vision uh, that sees through low light very well. And as you approach, you can still hear that that thumping ahead of you. Can I fling my uh, arms out, because I presume we're not holding on to things, and go, Oh, oh, I'm all, I, okay, I might be really stupid, because I know that I'll, often I get these things a bit later than everybody else, but like the ksh-boom, ksh-boom, that sounds like a heartbeat. Oh, it does. And we're heading into a thing that's sort of heart-shaped. Oh, yeah, the heart of the city. That might be useful and relevant information. Maybe that's pulsing the blood around. Well, maybe we don't have to worry about whatever the fuck is making that noise until we actually get into the central chamber. What blood? Ooh. Uh, yeah. The blood that covered us. No, you know what, Nat? It's probably best to just leave it. Okay. I, I don't want to push things too far with that one. Huh. Well, I guess it makes sense, right? If there's, uh, if there's a heart that's beating, there's got to be some kind of blood. I wonder whether that's like, uh, like a plumbing system or something. Oh, well, let's find out. Okay, you continue forward. Are you going... And it's misty. Yeah. I can do my trick with a dog and the rope, but I don't think it's going to help. Nat, can you do the lights? Mesha. These little globules of light appear, and they float off into the mist, and they illuminate the mist. You can see them getting further and further away. They just seem to keep on stretching forward. After about 120 feet, you feel the drop in your magic, and they disappear, but they've just kept on going. Huh. And we could all see that, right? Yeah. Nothing Nothing tried to eat one of them. Nope. Is there any discernible difference in the fog at, like, head level, as in for the tall people, um, and <laughs> ground level? No. Nope. I-, I suggest we take precautions here and cover our, our noses and mouths. Yeah? We do that. Okay, you do that. You all, you take various garments and you tie them over so that your, your faces are covered. I suggest we, one of us, go forward a bit just to see if, see what happens, and then... Are we still roped up? No, because we're out of the dark. We don't need to be. Okay. Uh, and then, depending on what this mist does, we could either go down here to explore, just in case the the fish people are down there. Oh, that's a really good point. Or we may, if it's if it's difficult, if there's problems, we just make a run straight for this room to the right. Because I can be sneaky, I can I will volunteer to go up to the door on the left and have a good listen and see if I can hear anything through it. And then I'll come back. Does that sound like an idea? Yes, yeah. But be careful, though, because this room is uh, its very mysterious. It, it, oh, oh, I see what you did there, Tarot. Thank like you very it. much. That was a good one. 
I forgot the fuck you started. Oh, that was oh, better. That was also oh. a good one. Oh, comedy, comedy, comedy. It's almost like we're not going to die. Um, and I stealth <laughs> off into the mist. Okay, so are you guys sort of like at where the room and the corridor meet? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Nerium starts to creep into the room and she takes maybe about three or four steps in. Roll me your stealth check. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I was really amused by those puns because that's a 10. Oh, <laughs> still, still chuckling. And everything around you suddenly changes. Oh. And you are standing suddenly in this forest, this really nice forest with sunlight dappling in through the trees. Everything is very green, very leafy. It is a warm day. And you, Taro, and you, Natalia, you are also suddenly in this scene. There is only forest stretching around you. And you see in front of you, crouched, half crouched, almost half lying down against a tree and behind a big bush, Natalia. But she is much younger. And there is, like the mask she's wearing now, a mask over the lower half of her face and there is a road going through this forest that doesn't look particularly well traveled but natalia is there half asleep and she is clutching this this sword and as you stand there and you stare at her for a second you hear coming along the road there's the sounds of a oh, horse fuck. and a cart hey uh, annette uh-huh is that you uh-huh uh, oh why hey why are we in a forest? B, why are you also also here? How can you be here twice? Uh, I believe we are in my past. Oh, that's fascinating! As Natalia says that, just around the corner you see this horse-drawn carriage. It's very small, it's, it's a cart really, and there's an elven man sitting on the, the driver's seat directing this horse. And as you watch, Natalia suddenly... <laughs> blinks awake and she looks over there is no red on her fingertips you can't see her her face under the mask and she looks up at this cart going by and after a second just as it passes by the bush she leaps out and she goes avast hold there this is a robbery oh. natalia this is your father i'm very disappointed in you <laughs> uh, i think we've seen uh, uh, enough uh, let's let's move on to the next room. Natalia yes. leaps up onto the back of the cart as this elf carpenter starts to protest and starts to, to go, no, no, you can't, don't, what are you doing, no? And he whips the horses and they take off. And after a couple of seconds, Natalia manages to get him to stop the carriage. She goes, stop the carriage now. And she has the sword to his throat and they've moved maybe about 15 <gasps> foot down the way, but you can still see everything unfolding. Now, should we stop watching? <laughs> Uh, no, actually, no, no. Uh, well, it's up to you. I mean, I'm still watching. Yeah, I'm not sure really we can not at this point. You know. Maybe it's required to get through the room. It's all right, Nat. I mean, it's not like we didn't know you kill people. No, I didn't kill this one. As you say that. I don't think. <laughs> as as Natalia <laughs> is saying that, you can hear this elf begging her not to rob him. And you watch as she suddenly kicks him hard enough that he goes flying off the cart hits his head against a rock on the floor and goes completely still. How rough is Nat looking at this point? And, uh, Sorry, which Nat? Nat that's just smacked the elf. And uh, does it look like he's a rich elf? Does it look like he's some kind of impoverished old dude? 
The elf does not look particularly rich, but Natalia's clothes are tattered and worn and her hair is dirty and she is looking skinnier and gaunter. She doesn't look like she's got as much muscle as she does now. She looks a lot younger and she looks frightened, even looking at her now. And you see her going yeah. into the back of the cart and you see her rummaging around and you can you can still see her and she finds this box and she takes some of the gold, not all of the gold, but she starts taking gold pieces and she writes some sort of note and leaves it in the back of the wagon. Well, Nat, I hate to say it, but I think you did kill this one. Oh. I uh, put a hand on Nat's elbow. I can reach her elbow, can't I? And I say, Nat, I, I, I never had to do that, but it wouldn't have worked as well if I'd tried, so I don't judge you. But he didn't, didn't die, did he? Well, if that's what you want to tell yourself, that's fine. I don't think we can tell from a vision. I, I'm just going to watch this for a little bit. Out of interest, is, is Taro's tail generally up behind him or generally lying against the floor i think it's generally up damn it okay fair enough although like like i think it's not consistent is there a chance that i could try and stamp quietly on his tail yeah make an attack roll <laughs> tarot dies <laughs> it's all right because my strength modifier that is an unarmed attack and my strength modifier means that you don't take any damage I think you have a minimum of one yeah but i have a minus one no but i think you have a minimum of one i thought it was one plus strength uh that's a melee attack so that and i'm not proficient i presume nope. so that would be like seven you just stamp yeah, you managed to flick your tail. Yeah, you flick your tail out in time. You watch the scene. The elf on the ground is still breathing and he's not moving, but you have the feeling that he's probably going to be all right. And as you watch the scene, Natalia pockets the gold pieces and she just runs off. And then the color slowly bleeds out and the room turns back to this kind of foggy gray. And I do just want to say that that scene was from the dice that Becca rolled the dice you got from dndice.co.uk using our code and I asked her for a roll and I was going to roll it on the day but she rolled it so we got Natalia's scene for this one cool so thank you cool. for your input thank you see I'm real glad you said that because it's still misty in this room and I was wondering if we walked further into it you'll have to wait and see if we were going to find more out but now I feel like we're not oh you'll have to wait and see that's just the first one <laughs> as the game continues what are you doing <sighs> is, is are we still in a dream, Snake Eater? No, you're now you're now back in the <laughs> corridor. You now have the yeah. room in front of you that Nerium's still like three or four footsteps into. Okay, I've been into rooms that weren't misty. I am guessing that this map is at least vaguely to scale. How <laughs> Bold. far away from the? I mean, I'm guessing. I don't know. How far do I think it will take me to get to that doorway? The doorway that we are aiming for on the left hand side of this room. You reckon from having looked at the blueprint that the room is about 150 foot long and about 100 foot kind of wide. That's your that's your dimension. So it's probably going to take you about 60 feet to get to the door. Right, question. If we get one of these every four feet, do we still want to go forward? Uh, yeah. I mean, it, well, I don't know where else we can go, right? We still got to get through this mist somehow, right? I mean, we don't. We can go... That's true. We can go back through the through the black thing. It didn't seem that bad the first time. No. We just went straight through it. No, no, no. My point is, either we can keep going forwards and left and find out if there's anything behind that door, or we can go forwards and right into the next room and forget about anybody who was in the other Is it not rooms. all misty? 
it's still misty, but it's like, how long do we spend in this mist? I consult the map, and I don't think there's much difference. Yeah, but if we go to one, then we'll have to go back across to get to the other one. Whereas if we go in a straight line right, then we are going to spend less time in this room. I think it's much of a muchness, right? It's only about, like... I don't think there's much in it, to be honest. Okay. So, um, forwards then. Okay. And I will stealth, actually, just in case there's something in the mist. Okay. Maybe stealth check. You know, I have this fucking stealth. I may as well use it. Uh, 18. I walk forward, still heading for the door on the left. After a couple of minutes of walking very quietly, very slowly, nothing comes out of the mist at you. You come to this door. Okay. I would like to listen very closely at the door. Maybe perception check. I would like to say, turn over to Nat and Taro and say, and Findex and say, be very, very quiet. Ooh, that's a 23 on stealth. So slide over. Okay, you creep over. Okay, so can I get advantage on the check? Yes. A 16. 16. Can I hear anything? You can't hear anything. The only thing you can hear is from behind you, which is this... Okay, so. Doesn't sound... Okay, if there's anyone in this room, they are asleep in their tube or whatever it is they're sleeping in. Because I can't hear anything. Do we want to go in and possibly see the terrifying giant face of our compatriot Taro staring down from the ceiling or get stuck behind a, a mathematical uh, problem door or get coated in blood or, you know, I mean, just throwing this out Wait, there. Wait, what was that last one? I, I think we just open the door <laughs> and peek in. Milk! Coated in milk. I don't know. Eh? I want to walk over without stealth and just squelch my way over. Findex follows. What are you doing at this door? Uh, we open it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to let Taro open it. He's good at okay, that. Okay, Taro opens the door. You see this corridor that stretches out in front of you. It's not quite as light as the other ones. There aren't as many sconces. Doesn't seem to be anything in it. It's just a bare corridor. But at the end of that corridor, there should be another door to the right, shouldn't there? We can't see round corners. Yeah, there's a there's definitely like an entrance or a or a corridor of some sort that branches off. Well, let's uh, keep going, I guess. We could try the next door. It should be there. Yeah. Yep. 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 We want to get that hundred percent completion award. We do. Yeah, we want to tick every box, even though okay. we've already failed that because we've ignored two doors. But whatever. <laughs> uh, make me a. Well, who's going first? What's your marching order? Tara's first. I guess Tara's just squelching his way over there. I go second. Okay. You asked us about a marching order. That's a bad sign. Yeah, are you going yeah. third, Nerium, or are you going last? I'm going third. No, I'm sticking. I'm sticking to Nat at this point. Okay. And do you all just Nat's the competent one? Do you all walk in together, or are you waiting to see how far Taro goes? <laughs> um, That's up to you, Nat. Uh, I think I'll walk with Taro. Okay. Uh, I think I might be slightly behind. Okay. I mean, apart from anything else, I am slower than the other two. So. Okay. We'll say that flavor-wise, you're slightly behind, but mechanically, you're still. Yeah. Going at the same time. All of you roll me constitution saving throws, please. Oh, good. Excellent. Good. Great, great, Love great. It. I, do you know what? Actually, this is uncanny. Whenever Tara goes into the room first, terrible shit happens. Terrible. 20, <laughs> but regular 20. 20. Constitution. 15. 19. Okay. You all start walking, and you get maybe about five feet into the room, and all of you take a breath, as you normally do when you're walking somewhere, you breathe, and there is no oxygen. There is no air here. And you all kind of go, and then you all manage to hold your breath enough that none of you immediately panic and start to pass out or anything, but 
There is no air to breathe here. Now I would like to scramble yeah, backwards. Yeah, turn around, okay. walk back. Okay. I run forward. Okay. So Natalia runs forward. Taro and Nerium, you scramble back. As you get back through that door, you can breathe again. There is air, but there seems to be this barrier of airlessness. Natalia, you run forward. This corridor is... 150 foot from end Fuck. to end, but from the two doors that you're in, okay, it's probably about 90 or so feet. So we're going to go on an initiative basis and in that you are going first and then everyone else can respond. So what do you do? You just run? Yeah. Okay, so you get 30 feet. Do you, are you using your... Yeah, I, I dash. Okay, so you go 60 feet. You're about 30 feet from that corridor. Yeah. What's your constitution score, actually? 14. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to be okay. Um, as long as there's air in the next room. Neri and Taro, you stagger back. Natalia keeps running. What do you two do? Are we back in breathing zone? You're back in the breathing zone. Oh my gosh, she can breathe in there. I couldn't breathe in there. Yeah, no, I couldn't either, but why is she running? Oh, maybe maybe she can't breathe in there. Maybe that's it. She's magic. Well, why would she be running forward if she can't breathe in there? That would be um, Because she's ridiculous. an idiot. I do we think. go after her? I mean... Um, what do we do? Let's wait and see whether we need to. Right? Okay, Natalia, you run your next 30 feet. Mm-hmm. You get to this little corridor. There's a door at the end of it. I open the door. As you pass through into this next room, you can breathe. There is air here. Make me a wisdom check, please. A wisdom saving throw, even. Oh, oh boy. Oh, oh no. Uh, okay. It, 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 I rolled a two, mm-hmm. which means it's a, it, it's a one. Okay. But it's not a nat one. Not that one. It's an augmented no. one. An augmented one. Okay. So you run into this room, and this room is full of, again, these amazing bits of machinery, all these kind of dials and pedestals that have things on them, what look like little blocks or, or little weights or something. None of the machinery is working. None of it is active. And you take a second to go, <gasps> and then you you blink out into this kind of shadow-esque-like realm and you can see everything but everything is floaty and fuzzy and you can see these almost like shadows of people moving around the room and then suddenly you are back and just before you can draw breath again you are back and you are blinking in and out oh shit of this room under the spell blink oh i I start trying to move around the room slightly yeah you can do that you i think you've got 10 feet of movement so you start disappearing and reappearing 10 foot from where you were uh, and then try to like is there anything interesting in the room can i investigate uh you can roll me investigation at disadvantage oh 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 that's 15 define interesting what are you looking for i'm looking for any magical items primarily there doesn't seem to be anything that is magically that is the source of magic but everything in here is heavily coated in magic and as you start blinking and you start moving your magic seems to be affecting some of the machinery in this room and you see some of the little weights and things appear on other places and appear back and you seem to be influencing them but not in a way that you can really control does anything in here look precious there's a there's a a gem of some sort almost looks like a a diamond it's quite fine you've you've seen nicer but it's pretty pretty looks pretty expensive I tried to pocket the diamond. Okay, I think it takes you like a couple of tries to get over there properly and be there long enough to <laughs> snatch it out the air. And you have you have a diamond. How long has that taken? Uh, 30 seconds, 40, maybe a minute. She went through the door and she didn't lean back out and wave. 
or indicate in any way that she was fine. Yeah, we're just kind of standing there like... Uh... I'm going to take a real deep breath. I go, oh God, oh God, she's passed out down there. Findex, come on. What, what? Can you do the message thing? The the, the mind talky, whatever. Mm, yeah, okay, I'll do that. Do you know what? I'm just going to run something. I did hear that in time. Good. Okay. Uh, okay, I cast message and I go... Nat, are you okay? Nat, can you breathe? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I, I, I just... I'm in a room. It's, uh... I keep blinking in and out of existence. Uh, huh. Just bear with me for a second. I throw my hands in the air, turn to the rest of the group, who have all heard that, and go, she's fine, she's just blinking in and out of existence. Oh, yeah, as you do. Yeah. You did hear at the end of that message, Nat's voice kind of became very warbled and almost stretched out and very strange as you blink out of existence, Matt. This whole place is super magical. I I mean, she says she's fine. Look, I'm I'm not hugely into the idea of blinking out of existence, even if it's, you know, got an incoming bit afterwards. So I think I'm just going to just, just sit here. Just sit this one out. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't bothering her, but I'm not sure I'd like it. Do I feel any different as I do this? You can feel potential, really, is what you feel. Oh, God. You feel what it's like to have magic that you shouldn't really possess. And it's having a bit of a a toll on you. You can feel yourself kind of breathing heavily. There's a bit of sweat around your brow. But it feels pretty fucking good. Uh, I take a little look around the room. Have a little little bit of perception in. Okay. What are you looking for? What am I looking for? Uh, Any books? Okay. Uh, Any instruction manuals? Okay. Any... any, and anything which would tell me what the fuck's going on. Okay. Alright. Fifteen. You do see a drawer that's full of papers. They look like research notes. I go over to the drawer. Okay. I, I open it and, and I grab a bunch of notes. Okay. You have a whole lot of notes. Shove in bag. Okay. Take big gulp of breath. Mm-hmm. And try and scarf it back to my good, good friends. Okay, you make it through the corridor, but you are still blinking in and out of existence oh, okay. as you leave the room. So you watch suddenly as Natalia appears at the door. Yeah. Oh, well, I guess she's still alive. Oh, hi. Uh, she disappears. Yeah. Uh, where did she? Where did you're back again? But this is rather different. No, what are you doing? Oh, it's not me. Are you doing that on purpose? No, no, no. Can you oh. stop? Uh... Let me try. Make me a wisdom saving throw. Eight. As Natalia closes her eyes to concentrate, she disappears again. I I scramble in my pocket and I pull out the uh, candle of Shah and I, as carefully as I can, press to digitate a light to just light it. Okay, there's still a way bigger flame than you were expecting, but it lights. I'm holding it further up so it doesn't just burn my hand. Oh, okay. So when I'm in this... The Shadow Realm. Yes, the Shadow Realm, yep. as well. This extra-dimensional void of whatever it is. I clutch my book, and I say, and I don't know exactly why I say this, I'm just remembering some of the, the writing okay. that I saw in the book. I say, Lamara. Okay. Uh, and I try to cast a thing. I get a 19. Yeah, you cast whatever the thing you're trying to cast. Uh, I, I cast Guidance. Oh, so. very nice. You feel this twin touch on either shoulder and you have this very sure and sudden feeling that they are there and as you glance behind you in this ethereal plane you see these two figures that are towering out of your 
perception, out of your human knowledge, you see two shadows of two creatures that are so immensely out of your scale of understanding that you can't even really comprehend what you're seeing. And you feel two touches on your shoulder and you know that that your patron is with you. Do the two big things behind me seem like my patron? They are so difficult to make out anything from. You just know that there are these huge figures behind you. But huge in a sense of not just like scale in size, but like age and power and... (laughs) Well, right, I I try. I wait till I'm back in... And you're back in the room. I'm back in the room. And then I'm going to whiz save with a plus d4. That's right. I just I just have my candle burning at this point. Take it with advantage. Oh, advantage. Nice. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, fuck's sake. You, you can feel this magic surging through your bones and you disappear once more. I'm at this point. I am going, can we have her back, please? Can we have her back properly, please? Is this just how this is now? Is we just Our friend is now here like half the time got a timeshare type thing going on i've got my eyes shut and i'm going please can we have a back please can we have a back properly please please can we do the thing i turn around to to the things and i start to say what what are you they they speak but but you don't understand what they're saying you you just know that that there is you get the feeling that you should not be seeing them like this that this is too much for you to comprehend and you feel this kind of searing pain start at the back of your skull and then you back into the room and at this point it's been about a minute or so since you came out of the room and this time you steady yourself and you feel that magic drop and you are now in the room I I, I think it's over oh that was weird I go blow a candle oh thanks for that I don't know if it helped well welcome back I guess Ow, my head. Where did you go? Where did you go? I'm not not sure. It was it was very dark and shadowy, and there were the two things behind me. Monsters? Wait, two things? Two things. Like from when you had that dream? Yeah, and I, I, I called upon my magic, and sometimes my... No, I, I'm going to be honest. I, I made a deal with a couple of... Well, is it one, is it two? I don't know. With a magical thing, which manifests itself as two mirror versions of me. And I think I was feeling them, but they were very different. Maybe I was seeing their true form, and I don't think I was supposed to. Okay. So, like, bigger, because everything magic here is bigger. Uh huh. That all sounds very reasonable. Uh huh. And more. And it was the two that you had your dream about. I don't. When I had a dream. When we were upstairs and everybody had weird dreams and everybody had dreams about two things and I... I, I don't know. Also had a dream. They were they were two and they were big and they were powerful. But I don't know if they were the same. Cool. Interesting. That's very interesting because I, in my dream as well, and similar but not the same, like, I... I the temple up there, the Temple of Rusa... It's very like a Temple of Shah. So that's why you recognised it. Yeah, but it's not the same. It's it's not right. And I had a dream and I met somebody who I think was Rusa, but I thought it was Shah. You think it was a god? Well, I hadn't thought about it like that. I mean, the thing about Shah is she's not like that, but Rusa is, because there's 
flints and altars and things, and it's weird. Do you think Rusev's like a reflection of Shaft? I suppose she could be. Just like my two are kind yeah, of... something like that. I've not even had time to think about it, you know, because we just keep getting into shit. Reflection? Tara. Like, uh, like when we were in the, saw the mirrors upstairs. Yeah. When we had that curtain worm thing that kept turning into people that you guys knew. Yeah, no, I saw some stuff around you. It's kind of an aura, I suppose, around you in, in the, one of the mirrors upstairs. I didn't say anything at the time. And then I saw, saw one of my people I saw in my dream was the person I saw in the mirror in, in the manor. Wait, wait. We're all magical now. We've all yeah. Sorry, Findex. Yeah, sorry, Findex. Findex, how's your mirror experience? You're a very valued member of the team, but you didn't do the teleport thing, so I think that might be the case. I really don't want to be magic. That's, like, the worst thing I can imagine being right now. Yeah, yeah, relatable. Big mood. Uh, it seems terrible. Mate, it's fantastic. Are you kidding me? Did you see how fast I cleaned everything? <laughs> no. What are you talking about? Uh, come on. Mirrors, yeah. Okay, Taro, we got magic, all of us. We seem to be seeing things in twos. Like, I, I, I see two things. Nerian maybe sees Shah and Rusa or something. <gasps> Did you see? Well, I've only seen two things when I saw... There was one thing in the mirror and then... Yeah, there was another one, but but that's the only time. Maybe there's something to it. Ta- Taro, had you ever seen them before? Did they seem... Was it, was it something that you'd seen before that seems different now that you're in this place? No. Right, scratch that then. Yeah, no, not drawing a blank on that one. Taro, how much do you remember about before you came uh, here? You know, a lot. Before you before you met us? D- surprisingly a lot. Because you don't talk about it much. Well, it's sort of hard to, to sort of join the dots up. But, but look, are we not talking about mirrors? Is that not what we were on? What were you going to say, Nat? I think we may be... The playthings of some gods, and each god has two sides. Like A and B? Uh, or like a mirror. Or, I don't know, a sword. Or a... A coin? Yes, a coin. I feel like there's a definite heads and tails going on with mine, rather than just two sides of an equally sharp sword. What else would put all three of us in a cave together? Well, fate? Uh... When you say... When you say playthings, I haven't asked. I don't. Yeah, I don't like admitting that I am pretty sure you're right on that, and it makes me very, very angry. I, I think they're trying to use us for something, but we also have some free will. Well, they did apologise for the inconvenience, so I'm not convinced that they know what they're doing themselves. No, more than that. But in any case, we're not going to find anything new out by by hanging around here. And to be honest, I quite like to keep going. True. Yeah. Um, before we go anywhere, can I just double check you guys? Have, have any of you heard of Shah? Religion checks. Religion checks. Six. Eleven. Natalia, you haven't heard of, of Shah, but you don't really... That's not really a thing that you've been interested in your whole life. True. Taro, in your travelling and in some of your memories, you get a, a vague... Maybe you've heard the name before? Here and there. Yeah, it sort of rings a bell. But it's not its not an issue for anyone. An issue? Is that a thing that would be an issue? You know what? It's, it's a... It's off, she's a goddess who is often misunderstood, and I'm delighted to find that that's not an issue with you guys. Let's just... Yeah, let's keep going. Cool. Good. Okay. It is a misunderstanding, trust me. Yep. There's nothing wrong. All right, whatever that is, with that doctrine. let's just make a move. I think we should head north to the to the into the towards the heart. 
Okay, so you start heading through this mist. It's thick and it's cool in a vaguely unpleasant way, but you start to see at the end that there is a wall and that this room does end just 125, 130 feet or so, just outside of the, the light range. And as you peer into this next room through this corridor, there's this sound that catches you by surprise, but it's not so much the sound that gets you, it's the fact that all of the furniture, all of the chairs and desks and bits of machinery in this next room are completely smashed apart and they all suddenly fling from the floor up to the ceiling and they stick there for approximately 10 or so seconds and then slam back down on the ground. <laughs> 